Hello, welcome to This Is Everything, episode number six, with my guest, Camille Dupree. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening uh, so far. It's been a lot of fun. It seems like you guys are enjoying it. Hopefully, you're still listening, and um, yeah, thank you so much. It's um, it's, been, it's been a cool experience, so I'm excited to keep these coming out to you, uh, have you guys listening to them, and uh, just see where it takes us. So, um, if you're listening on iTunes... Um, please go ahead and leave a review. That'd be awesome. It helps a lot. Uh, you can just go to the um, podcast page and uh, leave a couple stars, hopefully five. If you like that much, I hope you do. Um, and also, it just take a quick second to uh, either leave a, uh, a review in the form of a comment, um, either just a sentence or a word or whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, it'll help a lot. So, And as always, if you want to follow everything we have coming out with State Lines, we have a bunch of good stuff, uh, different podcasts in, in addition to this one articles and all that kind of good stuff so you can follow state lines it's uh, state-lines.com facebook is facebook.com slash state lines twitter is at tweet state lines instagram is at state lines and tumblr is official state lines.tumblr.com and yeah follow me on twitter um it's at daniel underscore kira and if you want to follow camille my guest today um it's at camille dupree and yeah so camille is uh a really, really cool person. She's actually my sister-in-law, and uh, she's in a band called Camille Dupree and Broken Fetters, and we kind of sit down and just talk about everything, and my dog just shook, so you heard his collar. Anyway, yeah, we talk about everything. We go all over the place from uh, her growing up, playing music, um, the band, uh, their tours, and couch surfing, and playing around the Tampa area in addition to touring. Um, yeah, and we go into trading, uh, embarrassing childhood, uh, stories, which was a, a fun little tangent we went on. So yeah, we're all over the place. Hope you enjoy it. Um, check out her band Camille Dupree and Broken Fetters. Their website is CamilleDupreeBrokenFetters.com. Um, and, uh, check them out on iTunes, pick up some of their stuff. They're good. I like them. I'm partial, but I still say they're good. Do it because it's a cool thing to do. So, all right, guys, enough talking. Here it is. Episode number six. This is everything with guest. And very cool person I like talking to, Camille Dupree. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special treat for you today. We have the one, the only. Welcome to the State Lines Network. Are you just sitting outside? No, I just got Hi. You can sit down. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? Good. Good. I thought you were just like sitting outside. No, no, no. (laughs) But it is gonna rain, and so I was like, I don't want to get stuck. As usual. Yeah. It's uh, Florida. Yeah, but whatever. So, what's new? Not much. (laughs) Monday. I woke up this morning. I was like, Are we here already again? Yeah. Is it Monday? (laughs) Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's it's what it is. Um. So, I just don't like asking people stuff, so what's, uh, so what's new? It's just, I feel like it's so forced when I, like, sit down and, like, yeah. hey, so, uh, what, tell me about what you got going on. Yeah, but, um, sure. Um, hmm. Okay, well, one of the things that I thought was really funny that I, I listened to, um, Brent's podcast. Uh-huh. And, no, not Brent. Well, I did listen to Brent's, but it wasn't in Brent's. <laughs> it was in Reed's. I listened to Reed's podcast, and I was cracking up at the part when you guys were talking about Spotify, because I was so anti-Spotify Yeah. when people started like using it, and 
Wes kept trying to convince me that it was cool. And I was like, no, I just, I want to, like, buy the music that I like. Yeah. I don't want to pay to use Spotify. Well, then, at my job, we use Spotify for everything. Mm -hmm. So, I started using Spotify. And when Reed was talking about how, like, he feels like that's the only way that he hears new music that he hasn't heard is from Spotify. That's, like, my life. Like, every week, I'm like, ooh, I like this cool new band. How'd you hear them, Camille? On Spotify. Yeah, I so, have, like, a... I, I mean, it's good, but I, I feel like it's really easy for me. It, it makes me really lazy, as far as, like, buying new stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I, at the same time, though, I'm one of those music listeners who, like, I I feel bad when I say, like, oh, yeah, I really like that band, because usually I just like one specific album. Yeah. And... That's, I kind of feel like that Spotify helps you not do that because if you like find a new artist, it shows you everything they do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like all put together. Like here's every album they've ever put out ever. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just my personal thing because I get really lazy, but it's really good. (laughs) But then I'm always just like, like even just bands that I really like, I'll listen to a new album like on Spotify and Mm -hmm. then. Like a couple months later, just realized like I never bought it. Because, sure. But um, I'm a huge like music buyer. Yeah. Like, well, that's like, how I feel like I can support bands, so I purchase the music. Yeah, I always do. So what I've been doing for the most part is like, if I'm listening on Spotify, I'll just wait till they come to town and then just buy their album oh, when they yeah. at a that's show. Smart. Plus, they get more money at a show. Well, kind of. It's weird. <laughs> I know. I I've I mean, been to a couple shows recently where like I just I didn't buy the CD from the show because there were too many people in line and just like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then I like feel guilty afterwards because like I know what it's like to have music on iTunes <laughs> yeah. and people buy it and you don't actually get any money from it. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't yeah. get a lot. Well, I I heard an interview. Can't remember who it was with, but they're kind of talking about like. Spotify or just like the, cho- the essentially the choice between like just downloading music or using Spotify and they said if you're going to do either do Spotify because I mean they make like half a cent on every <laughs> play or something yeah. but even regardless like what they were saying was just the m- making money aside if you're going to get it for free or whatever from the internet do Spotify because at least they can track where people are listening to their music, and then they can build their tours around, like, where That's they have cool. fans. That's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. So, apparently, I mean, I'm, I don't I don't know anything about the back end of it, but sure. apparently you can do that. That would be really cool, though, if that actually yeah. was the truth. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully it is. Let's write a letter to Spotify. <laughs> Please tell me <laughs> that you know where people are when they're yeah. listening to music. Yeah, but... That would um, be cool. So, I mean, you mentioned you're on iTunes, so we should mention that you're in a band. Or you yeah, have a band. I have a band. <laughs> I am in the band. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You own a band. I own a band. Um, yeah, I know. We we had a, actually had a band meeting the other day because people keep asking us. They're like, are you guys actually a band anymore? <laughs> and we are. We are definitely a band still. But we have been playing a lot of private events like weddings or... Yeah, yeah. Just, like, stuff like that that we can't really invite you to. <laughs> I mean, you could totally crash a wedding. That would be cool. But, um, yeah. So, we are playing. We actually, we had a band meeting. We talked about, like, 
there's a little bit of difference in um, our like pursuits on playing gigs and different stuff like that. Like but individually? We, yeah. I gotcha. Um, but we're all on the same page that like we ultimately like we think it would be cool to be playing like one show a week. Um, gotcha. Just kind of get ourselves busy again. The problem yeah. is, is like we got so burnt out with the like scene that we were in in Tampa mm-hmm. that we like we couldn't keep playing at the same places. Yeah, I feel like Tam. I mean, I can only speak for Tampa because that's where I live. But um, <sighs> yeah, you run the risk of a lot of repeat. Yeah. Even even like I mean, there there's so many bands, but you still kind of run the risk of just like. Playing with the same people yeah. so often. Well, and the same people and then come pe- to a lot your of shows. People, yeah. And then they don't come anymore because they saw you play They've three times it. last week. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. even like your best friends, like your huge supporters are like, they'll come a lot for the first yeah. little bit and then... There's a weird divide between playing often enough to get, to keep like the upward climb of support, but then scarcely enough where people will still come out because at some point like i mean this isn't you but like i know some like local bands who are really cool with just like staying local bands and they'll play constantly but then you run the risk of people not coming out because the mentality is like oh i can just see them like next friday and that's where we were that's kind of where we were getting yeah when we like had some transitions and we stopped playing as much it was like people weren't coming because they knew they could just see us somewhere else if they couldn't make that one yeah. So you have to keep people, like, I don't want to say interested. Interest is not the right word. Yeah. But you have to keep them convinced that coming to that specific show is worth it. Yeah, I mean, and people have so much stuff going Like, I'm guilty of it even just, like, not local bands. Like, bands I like coming through, like, on tour. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst. Like, having like... the full intent. Like, I mean, I've done it before. I try not to, but full intentions of going to a show, like, on a Tuesday. And then get out of work and then... Like, not. I'm going to go home and do some laundry. Like, you go home and eat, and yeah. then just, like, not want to get off the couch. And it's tough, because so many people have stuff going on, but, like, so, yeah, it's important to find that balance. Yeah. I just, I feel like I've met some new musicians in the last, like, year who play at places that we've never played at before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're kind we're going to be pursuing those places. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're really trying to kind of get into a new scene and it's still Tampa, but it's just all the places that we haven't played or like the places that are new that yeah. have opened in the last yeah. couple years. Yeah. There's a lot of like restaurants and just different kinds of places like that, that, um, we haven't played in because they didn't exist. True. So that's something that we're looking into. Um, yeah. Tampa's missing a, cause I mean, Orpheum's a good club, but they're, I feel like we're missing the size of the old Orpheum, like the small, like, 500-ish people room. Yeah, there's really not a place. Yeah, it's a weird... I think the the closest would probably be Crowbar, but even still, that's kind of big-ish. Yeah. Like, the old Orpheum used to be just, like, really tiny... Right. Bar yeah, it was super stage. small. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with Crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything bad about Crowbar, but... I like going there. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple good shows, but... Yeah, me too. I got to see um, Tall Heart there. Mm. And the Christy Dupree played with her group. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I freaked out because I didn't really realize that she was the sister, one of the sisters of all the girls who were in, in Isley. Isley. Yeah. And that's like my diehard middle school Camille 
favorite <laughs> band ever. Yeah. So yeah, that I was s- a really cool show to see at the Crowbar. Yeah. I mean, and just local, I mean, local places in general are just hit or miss. Like, yeah. for, for example, like just depending on who's running it that night. Yeah. Like, we went to a show the other night at the local in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. And it's usually awesome, but then that night, the sound guy was just not <laughs> being a sound guy. Like, it was just awful. Like, the show was good, but like, it was just, it, it adds like a weird vibe to yeah. the show. That's but. one of our favorite things about the Orpheum is we've had such good experiences with the sound there mm-hmm. that like, we know every time we go there, they like know what we want and know what we yeah. need. Well, you guys have a lot of special sound stuff. <laughs> we have a lot of requirements. <laughs> yeah. As um, a band, we don't just have amps. <laughs> yeah, a lot of mix and matching instruments and yeah, stuff. So we're kind of messy up there sometimes, but yeah, it works out. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so that just kind of put in my brain because every time, for some reason, every, I, I guess we should preface this by saying that you're my sister-in-law. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna be like every time I talk to your mom, which like, <laughs> would have sounded really you strange. Talk to my mom all the time. Um, what? Who are you? Like a lot of times when we're like talking just like music stuff she's always like oh camille grew up on the stage blah 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 <laughs> so yeah that is how weird is that yeah or I... not weird because you did it sure it's always interesting hearing my mom say that because i know that if i met somebody who was prefaced with they grew up on the stage <laughs> like a lot of things would come to mind yeah yeah and not necessarily like one like heavy positively or heavy negative mm-hmm. like i don't know like you said because i grew up doing it it doesn't really yeah. seem weird but um i have come across the fact of like being 21 and doing as much as i've done and like even just like having the job that i have i get to play music yeah. and like it's just weird people are like wow you've really like that's so cool that you got to do that at such a young age and it's really because my mom threw me up on stage when I was like six years old. Yeah. Because she would lose me in <laughs> the crowd at yeah. church. She would tell me to sit here and she would get on the stage and start the service. And then she would look and I was not there anymore. Okay. And so she was like, no. So she put me on the stage and I've been up there ever since. So, so it started as like church babysitting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would That's get awesome. in trouble. So I sat, actually, this is so funny, and I, like, I can't even believe I'm about to say it, because I'm so embarrassed by it still. Do it. My mom, with that, putting me up on the stage, I sat in the corner, and we got this weird, like, (laughs) it's like a percussion instrument kit. Okay. So it had, like, a, like, a low table level, and then, like, two fold-out levels on each side, and then, like, the rods that, like, drum sets have that you can, like, yeah, yeah. put things on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had, like, shakers and wood blocks <laughs> and, like, a cowbell, and I sat there for years every Sunday morning playing those little, like, rinky-dink percussion instruments. And I thought it was super cool until I realized it wasn't, and (laughs) I was really embarrassed by it. So she started letting me sing some more, and then it was like, oh, Camille could play guitar, and so Um, then I I got to move up in the world, but... If it makes you feel any better, (laughs) um, I played bongos in my church band, but I was (laughs) was just, I wasn't a kid, I was like... (laughs) 
17. <laughs> no! Is that when you wore puka shells? No. Oh. I refuse to admit that ever happened. <laughs> Maybe in like, like elementary I school. I feel like it happened to 17 year old Daniel for <laughs> no. sure. Um, yeah, so at least you outgrew that. Yeah, I was, I was able to make my own that. choices at that point. I'm like, I'll do the bongos. <laughs> I'm a cool, edgy kid with really, really poofy hair. And puka shells. Don't forget the puka shells. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I, I feel like at the time I thought it was really cool. I'm pretty sure I did. And then when I started doing something else that was actually cool, like playing guitar, I was like, ugh, let's not ever talk about the time that I used to play little percussion instruments. I feel like when I started guitar, um, I might have been like in middle school, but I feel like I was on the edge of, or maybe like everybody that was my age had the same idea at the same time. Because <laughs> it was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, playing guitar would be awesome. And then like, Within that span of that year, like, everybody I talked to was like, oh yeah, I do that. I play guitar too, man. That's cool. And, uh, I'm original. <laughs> I'm unique. <laughs> um, My mom says I'm special. Yeah, uh, so you, when did you start guitar? I started taking guitar when I was, um, oh, actually, I was going to say six, but that's not true. I started taking violin when I was six, but I started doing guitar... Probably in, like, late elementary school. Okay. Middle school. We had a guy at our church who um, played guitar in the worship band that my mom led. And um, he kind of just started teaching me stuff. And then I played, like, like very exclusively um, in the youth band for years. Um, And then I started playing I'm going to do this and no one can see me because it's a podcast. Yes, finger (laughs) quotes. I started playing in real church with my mom. And um, yeah, so I guess I would probably say like late elementary school. Because by by the time I was in middle school at youth group, I was playing in the band. Gotcha. So probably around there. Yeah. I kind of had no choice. Like... (laughs) I was going to be a musician. Well, yeah, because that's just your household. Yeah, it's the family. So, and like, Noelle played a lot. My sister, your wife, for those (laughs) of you listening. Oh. Crazy thunder. Yeah, uh, for those listening, if you heard that, it's about to storm and it's starting to thunder. So. Open up this (laughs) bed. And my dog, Max, is freaking out. He's so scared, Maxie. Um, So she was playing and she had a really cool guitar. I think that... Her getting into it when I was young was a big part in me. Noelle. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was a big part of me wanting to play guitar and know how to do that. Because I kind of dropped everything else. Like, I did violin and I did piano and then I couldn't have the same violin teacher. And so then I just picked up guitar. And that, out of those three instruments, guitar definitely came just like the most naturally mm-hmm. to me. Like, I feel like I had a few lessons and then I just kind of did, did it, it myself. Yeah. I, I, I was... I don't want, I feel like I say if I, were, I was self-taught on guitar, that would sound kind of cocky. Yeah, I agree. Picture. That's why I try not like, to say that, but it I, that ultimately is what it is. Well, yeah, well, kind of, like, in just in general, I'm, like, it's just a, a trait I've always had where I just kind of don't, I don't lose interest in stuff. I just kind of stop stuff. Like, yeah, before same. Before I should. So, like, <laughs> I started playing guitar, uh-huh. and then my uncle plays guitar, so the whole plan was like, oh, we'll buy Daniel a guitar, and then... He can go take lessons with his uncle. And I think I did, like, 
maybe two. <laughs> I did like one. So and kind then of like weird. my friend, one of my uh, best friends growing up, he's still a really good friend of mine, uh, Chad, lived next door to my my grandma, my grandparents, and he had he played guitar for a little while. So he and I would just kind of he actually kind of taught me more, but we were just kind of sound terrible together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the the lessons with or lesson i really don't know it might have been one ah, single lesson. <laughs> like it was just the, the life i mean also I like as like maybe what i was like 13 or 14 like sure in my head i was like yeah i'm gonna play guitar uh-huh. and it'll be super cool and then i go yeah but then age. like but then like just like starting anything my uncle was like okay you gotta hold it like this and and just like all the proper technique i'm all like this the, is terrible yeah all of the stuff that sucks i feel like yeah. so along with playing guitar i teach guitar yeah and I feel like my first lesson with my students, they're just like, no, I want to quit already. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the name of this part of the guitar. Yeah. And you have to memorize the names of the strings. I'm just like giving them all this stuff that's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that part, like, because I, I, I talked about this Jason in the last episode. Like, so I played saxophone in the band. So I like could read music and like all that kind of stuff. I just never learned how to read guitar like, like i would do like tabs and cheat yeah and like well i and then just eventually learn by ear kind of but right i still can't read i music. only like i feel like people don't really compliment me on guitar playing like they're not like oh man you are such a good rhythm guitar player like <laughs> that doesn't happen but like clearly i'm good enough to like lead worship every sunday playing rhythm guitar yeah so but i in my head like that's it like i'm just good yeah. enough and teaching lessons has really changed my like whole world with guitar. Yeah. Because I started teaching theory to yeah, some yeah, of my yeah. students, and I was teaching like I was learning. <laughs> like, like the night before. <laughs> yeah, I would tell the students like in the lesson, I would be like, "By the way, like I learned this yesterday to teach you today. <laughs> so like we are learning together." That's great. Which it ended up being a really cool experience. But yeah, I mean, I didn't know how to read like, lead sheets and play them on the guitar yeah. until, like, probably a year ago. Yeah. So, and if I don't practice it, oh, man, I tried to sit down and do it. I stopped practicing it once my students yeah. kind of got into it, yeah. and so we would pull out a piece of music and a lesson, and they could play it, and I was like, nope, yeah. <laughs> I cannot play that. I got, yeah, it's weird, The like, the practice thing, because, like, in my head, like, I haven't played saxophone since high school, and in my head... Like, you have, like, this mental image of, like, how it was. Yeah. And I know if I picked it up now, it would be atrocious. But, like, even, <laughs> like, um, one of the worst mistakes I made, not, this is going to sound weird. So I had, I was working on, like, kind of um, a band project with uh, some of, the, like, my roommates and my yeah. friends and stuff. I remember. And that was great. That wasn't the mistake. The mistake was focusing more on writing. clarification. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> focusing more on writing and, like, vocals and stuff. So I didn't, like, touch my guitar for, like, oh. a solid year. Oh, jeez. And then it just, like, I got so mad at Downhill. myself. Downhill. Yeah, because, like, yeah. try to do what you used to do. And, it, I mean, it's just dexterity and yeah. keeping it up. But. When I got the job at the church, I felt like I didn't know how to play guitar anymore because <laughs> I had to play all of these chords that, like, I would always just not play you know like <laughs> and i don't have chords. A, yeah, yeah, yeah i don't have a choice anymore <laughs> yeah so that job has definitely made me become a better guitar player um without me even noticing it like i was talking to someone the other day who knows how i was before mm-hmm. about my chords and what i would and wouldn't play like i would not play bar chords like, i would refuse <laughs> to play bar chords yeah 
and we were playing a song and he was like, yeah, the, um, play this, this and this chord. Oh wait, well let's figure out what you would need to play. And I was like, I can play it now. <laughs> I like, I've gotten better. Yeah. Leave me alone. That's cool. Um, so. so with the band, um, this is, so you guys have, have toured together, but like, yeah. I've known that they're kind of like. Not the typical when people hear like touring. Do you want to like you, sure. you stayed at a lot of people's like houses and like, yeah, stuff. it was pretty wanna... much couch surfing. Okay, for like I, our first tour was longer than our second one. I think our first tour was like I don't know. It was like maybe seven and a half weeks. Or okay, six and a half weeks, and our second one was only like five. Um, but yeah, so we did. Pretty much, we booked everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, when you tell people that you went on tour, obviously, like, so many things come to mind. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> like, how'd you get to do that? And, like, we called a lot of people. Yeah. And asked if we could play at their church. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, play at a local restaurant. Yeah. So, um, it was such a cool thing. I mean, I would not knock it. Like, I would do it again tomorrow. Um, it was quite an interesting experience. Riding in a five-passenger truck with five people. Yeah, that's the thing too. Um, yeah, yeah, so we truck. had we took my dad's truck, <laughs> my dad's like 2002 Ford F-150, um, five people, and a trailer, and we just went for it. We did that's the awesome. southeast, so um, Alabama, Virginia, the Carolinas, mm -hmm. Tennessee, that kind of area. Um, we played at all kinds of different things. We actually. One of the coolest things we got to do was in Knoxville, Tennessee, they have a radio station that's called WDVX, I think, and they do a thing called the Blue Plate Special. Everybody knows what the Blue Plate Special is. <laughs> like, it's a thing. I mean, um, like, I'm trying to think of some people who have played that. Like, Nickel Creek has played the Blue Plate Spe Special. Um, like, tons of, like, very famous folk bands. Okay. So... You get to go, and we didn't technically play the Blue Plate special, but you play on, like, the same stage, and mm. there's the literal Blue Plates yeah. with, like, the pictures of the bands that have played there. <laughs> it was really cool. So we got to play live That's cool. on that show um, on the radio with a couple other people. So that was a cool thing that we did. Uh, but we also just got to do a lot of churches which is honestly like we made so much money because people were just so yeah willing to give and buy our stuff and pay for gas pay for gas and yeah. feed us and give us a place to sleep yeah like i think on one of the tours we didn't pay to stay anywhere ever That's um, crazy. W uh, the second tour i think we paid f to stay in a hotel for one night um but yeah so it's self-funded me and three dudes and another girl and just, you know, <laughs> doing our thing. That's nuts. So, yeah. It was, looking back now, I mean, it's great, great memories. But it was also just, like, such a weird thing. <laughs> like, it is nuts. Like, yeah. so many things could have gone wrong and, like, nothing did. Yeah. Like, it was just, we were so fortunate to have such a good experience doing it. That's funny. So, so um, I don't know why this popped in my head while you were talking, but, like, so, so it's you in a band, and then so you're the only girl in the band, and there's yep. other guys. So at least correct me if I'm wrong. Two of them used to play in metal bands. Was that right? Okay, yeah. So okay, well, I'm just gonna say this. Like, so I know, I know at least that. So Wes, who's also your boyfriend, yeah, it's always the best thing to watch because <laughs> he he will 
like when we're playing live, or when we, when you're playing live, and like he has like, like some kind of like solo or something, like on the mandolin, he still stands like. He's oh, like, he has the shred stance. He has like the middle, yes. middle guitar stance, oh. but he's like, and he's a big dude, and he has like a tiny mandolin, <laughs> but he still has like the so, spread legs. And he's so animated. <laughs> yeah. Some of his faces. That's the best. Oh, I remember when we first started playing, we. We had only been dating for, when we first started like playing, playing, we had only been dating for like two and a half, two years. And I remember just being like, I don't know this person, <laughs> like who he is on stage and just like his stage present and his like facial animations yeah. are just so ridiculous. It's hilarious. People love it though. Yeah. Like, and he's not trying to be funny. He's just a goofy dude. <laughs> he's just a goofy guy on stage. Uh, I just love it. <laughs> I know, it's just too. like a tiny... It almost looks like he's just like holding it like a like a toy ukulele. I know. <laughs> the mandolin is so it is so small, especially when you put it in a big dude's hands. Yeah. Like, sometimes he too like he got um he played football and he broke the top of his hand like on one of his fingers and so mm-hmm. he has screws in his bone. And his because of the injury, his hand, like if you make a fist, mm-hmm. his fingers are like crunched all up on each other yeah so like he already has issues when he's like playing lead licks on yeah. guitar and then you give him a mandolin <laughs> and the frets are like half the size and he's trying to like crunch his fingers all up in That's them great. it's really funny he gets really frustrated sometimes uh but. laughing at your boyfriend's misfortune <laughs> um i think that's what my job is uh that's cool funny dude. um yeah because so no, nah, that's going to be a weird question. I'm not going to say that. Those guys are like, oh, so when are you guys going to start? But that's dumb. You guys, you just had a meeting. Um, Hopefully really soon. <laughs> Excuse that's me while goal. I refill my water. You're right. I but, actually, I, I want to play a Buddy Brew. We yeah. Have, we have friends who play there. Shane and Emily play there. And um, I had never really thought about it until I knew that they played there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's actually, it's a coffee shop. Like literally, we can walk there from my house right now. But, um... I think I haven't been there in a, since they like first opened. So they're like they expanded. They and they're expanded, really big now. and they have like a truck now. And then they're opening a new one, I think, in Hyde Park, like Hyde Park oh, yeah? Village. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yep. Yeah, I've been wanting to. Uh, well, I've been writing a little bit more. I've been wanting to since we live in this area now. Start doing some open mic stuff. Yeah. But we've been trying to get my friend Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw him out there because. He'll be upset at me. Um, but he... Actually, he had the job that I have now at the church. Mm-hmm. So he led the 11 Magnolia service. And then he moved to tech and AV stuff. Okay. And then they hired me. So he still works there. And we're really good friends. And he's a really good musician. Mm-hmm. But he's just like... It's not... He's not like extremely super, super comfortable with just like singing. And yeah, yeah, I'm the and, same way. You know, yeah. So we've been trying to get him to do some, like, open mics or, like, get some gigs. Two times, two times, we had planned on going to a specific place <laughs> to hear him do open mic. And he bailed. And it was canceled. <laughs> no, it was canceled. Oh, he, did he do it or did, the like, the, the, the place? The people canceled. Like, <laughs> the restaurant canceled. That's awful. And he was like, I think this is my universal sign that I'm not supposed to <laughs> That's do this. Awful. Oh, my whole so thing, sad. like, because we live close to like quite a few bars and restaurants. Excuse me, but um, my thing with every time, I'm like, oh yeah, I can do, 
or start learning some open mic songs, I'm just so out, like this is gonna sound so douchey, but like I just don't listen to like <laughs> so I don't I barely listen to radio in general. Oh, but, I know. Like, so like one. <laughs> I Google top charts, <laughs> so like every time I'm planning a new gig, I'm like, yeah. okay, I need to add like five more cover songs, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, and that's the I thing. I don't like, know any, so like I, I totally, them. yeah, I totally get like in the setting. If you're at a bar, you want to hear somebody playing stuff that you kind of recognize because it's yeah. fun or whatever. But being on the flip side of that, like one, f- figuring out what they are, and then yeah. two, like. I don't know. I'm I'm too much of like a I like my music and like what I listen to and yeah. I want everybody else to like it. So uh-huh, I feel you like, just force it on them. I'd feel like here, listen to all this stuff. Uh-huh. I've done some good old MXPX yeah. at some shows, but <laughs> no one knows what it is, but I like it. So yeah, that's what I've been to, trying to tell my friend Nick. You have to be sneaky. Yeah. He's like, Well, I just I wanna play the stuff I wanna play, but it's like super depressing. <laughs> I'm in the it's same like boat. dashboard. <laughs> and I'm like, just do it. Think people, well dashboard think people enough enough people know that they would yeah. like it. I'm like, if you played a set of just Dashboard <laughs> and John Mayer, I would be your biggest fan. Yeah. It's like, I would not hate it. I would That's like funny. it. But no, my my most like recently added favorite cover that I'm doing is No Diggity. <laughs> 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 the last time I played it. So my trick for playing shows that are like just by myself is I play the song for like seven minutes. So I just do oh, like yeah, yeah. tons of instrumentals and I will like play the whole song and play like half of the song instrumental and I'll just play the whole song again. <laughs> and that's the only way you can get through those like four hour gigs by yourself. Yeah, that's the crazy thing too. Like yeah. I, I feel like if I sign up for like an open mic thing, well that's the thing, but like you, open mics you get to play yeah. like a few songs yeah, yeah, and then you can different. be like, and eh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right. But when you play a gig that's when you're four that hours person by yourself, yeah. oh, it's really hard. But so, the first night that I did No Diggity, I played it, and I played it forever. And then, towards the end of the set, I only had, like, a few songs left. I was like, we're going to bring back one from the beginning <laughs> of the show. And I just did it again, because I was like, I'm going to play this song. I'm going to overplay it. Uh, I'm all right They've been it. drinking by that point. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the greatest thing, is the people that do stick around, they've drank enough. That yeah. You can totally just do your whole yeah, set Yeah, I feel like this, this area close to... I don't live in South Tampa, but close to South Tampa. Two and blocks. like um yeah, I feel like a lot of those bars just have a lot of in and out people. So you could probably get away with Yeah, like, you repeating. can. You definitely can. Yeah. It's funny. But um but yeah, so this is totally a flip, but you just came back from New Orleans, right? I did. I, I picked you up. Oh yeah, you, I picked you up. I <laughs> that's picked actually you. that's actually why this is happening. Daniel no. picked me up from the airport. Coming home from last New week I did. Last week. And um, I was like, hey, Daniel, how do I get on your podcast? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that is how this happened. So here we are. Um, yeah. So I've always wanted to go there and I have not. And I was it's super jealous. It. Yeah. We went out, like going back to being in band in high school, we, my band played <clears throat> at band camp at the bowl game. Like what college game is there? The Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. A I've been to there, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. But I did not, yeah. I did oh, not go on that trip. Boo. And it was like the year before the hurricane hit. And I was like... Wow. Yeah, so... That was... When I was in New Orleans, it was the anniversary. This this past like week or whatever? Yeah. yeah. It was... What, what was it? Like 10 years? No. That's crazy. 10 years? Something like that. Two, yeah, 2005. That would make sense. Yeah. 
And yeah. it was that it was like my friend was driving me around, and she was like, no, "That's crazy." This it's been ten years since yeah, Katrina came. Yeah, because I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." It's still though. It's so crazy. Like, it's unbelievable how much you can still tell that that city had had yeah. major destruction. Yeah. Like the roads. It actually, I was telling her because she, my friend who lives in New Orleans, lived in Tampa mm-hmm. um, for most of high school. And or all of high school, and so she knows Tampa very well. Well, New Orleans roads are horrible. I mean, yeah. just like pothole after pothole after pothole mm-hmm. from all of the erosion from the rain. Yeah. So we've had like bukus of rain <laughs> yeah. here, and it's starting to happen to our roads. Yeah, like, I, we had like a sinkhole I, down the that's street. That's so scary. Yeah. I wanted to get out and take a picture, and I was like, the ground's gonna eat me. Yeah. It's <laughs> gonna weird. keep driving. But yeah. I told her, I was like, it's getting bad. Like, it's never going to get like New Orleans did from yeah. just rain like this, yeah. like summer rain. But we have had so much road erosion here. It's crazy. Yeah. It's been, like, the city's been underwater. For, I mean, not right now, but off and on for, like, the past couple of weeks. Yeah. It's but been crazy. I'm surprised, some, like, I'm surprised that we haven't gotten hit with a big storm like that. Like Katrina? Well, something, yeah, just in general. Like, yeah. we've been... We've been really they always, fortunate. Yeah, they like, always skirt us, but, yeah, like, when we're I was, so... I feel like we're in the same boat. Like, we're so close to the water oh, yeah. and so, such have, have bad, like, infrastructure that oh, yeah. we would be screwed. That's, we, yeah, we would totally... If a storm like Katrina came here, it would be, like... It would be like <laughs> Katrina. I, we would be wrecked. So... Move, but move, positive move, New Orleans. Move, move to Tampa, people. Yeah, come here. It's great. It's <laughs> sunny, and the roads are well-paved. Literally, as we're saying that, it is storming. <laughs> like, you might hear the rain and the thunder on the it's podcast. It's the rain and it's sprinkling. <laughs> Noel and I were doing that. <laughs> it's uh, the rain and it's sprinkling. Oh, uh, inside jokes on a podcast. <laughs> That's what podcasts are for, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> to make everyone feel super comfortable. But uh, New Orleans is great. It's a beautiful yeah. place. Um, that was, I think, my fourth time going so one time I went, I don't exactly remember like the order, like what trip came first, but one time I took Wes to mm-hmm. go see the Sugar Bowl because the Gators were playing okay. and that's his team. So they lost, unfortunately, boo, but <laughs> we went to that and that was really cool and it was January, it was like the first week of January, mm-hmm. so it was really cold. Um, Interesting. It was really, okay, I, I, I retract. <laughs> It probably wasn't really cold, but it was really cold for us Florida people. Okay. It yeah, because you're still, like, on the bay. Yeah. So. And, I mean, I mean like, the bay, the gulf. I wore, like, my, like, London fog jacket that I took <laughs> to Europe with me and, like, yeah. scarves and combat boots. I mean, it was it was pretty cold. Um, but so I went that time, and that was pretty cool. We got to do kind of just, like, the, I say, like, the lazy New Orleans things. Like, we didn't really go do anything, like... super touristy we just did a lot of walking around and kind of just like seeing the city um and then the other times was kind of in passing like i flew to new orleans to meet up with my friend to go to mexico so we were only there for a little while but that's the first time that i got to like walk down bourbon street yeah and we went to this little like bar salsa dancing place and there was like a live band it was like seriously the size of this room yeah and there's like live band with all these brass instruments it was so loud um but it was one of the coolest things um and then just this last time i went 
I took a vacation, so I went. <laughs> but this trip was the most different out of all of them. I got to spend a lot of time in Lafitte, and it's kind of like, <laughs> in a good way, it's kind of like the plant city of New Orleans. <laughs> But, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's very, very rural. Yeah. Like, super, super rural. Um, there's only, like, a thousand people that live in Lafitte. That's crazy. And uh, they all know each other, and it's all <laughs> generational. It's just, like, five generations of the same people. That's nuts. Yeah, so. That's weird. But it's beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. So, I got to do, um, we went on the airboat tour, which I've done mm-hmm. before. Um but we got to do it like in the morning. It was really hot, but it's just so cool. I have yeah. videos of the dude feeding the gators. And yeah. like everybody that I show them to, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's so cool. You don't even think about it being dumb and dangerous when you're doing Why it because doing it just it. looks so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like, I feel like typically, and this might be because I lived. I grew up in Land Lakes, north of here. I mean, somehow we get on here every podcast. LOL. But, um, I, uh, (laughs) I, uh, so it's kind of, not that rural, but it's more, like, rural than, like, the city. Yeah. So, I think because of that, like, I'm always just more attracted to going on vacations in, like, a city. So, like. I could get that. I just, I I just want to live in a big city. Like, Tampa is okay. Did you see that we got, like, voted best city of, like, the southeast or something. Did we? Interesting. Yeah. I think I did see that. It was, not, it was, it was floating around on the internet. On the I wonder what web. the... What I don't consider the southeast. I, yeah, I don't remember because I tried to click on it, but um, my internet wasn't working. Yeah. But I found that pretty It depends curious. what they're... Because my, <laughs> my first thought would be, what like... Was, what was the scoring yeah, process? My first here? thought would be, like, Nashville, if that reaches... No, I don't know if that would yeah. that would be too far north. I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel I like Tampa, but I always dog it. I feel like there's better cities. Yeah, that's but then at the same time, like I've had so many friends who've grown up in Tampa and they finish high school and they were like, I've gotta get out of here mm-hmm. and they leave and then they're like, Nothing's better than Tampa. I want Yeah, no, I I totally wanna like come back, but I just I've always wanted to live in like a big city. Yeah. Like I would love to live in like Chicago or like San Francisco is awesome, but also ridiculously yeah, expensive. Yeah, I could never live there. I just don't think I could ever be okay with like losing that much money to live there. Also, just it's. I feel like it would be cool, but also just the fact that it's nothing but essentially built on mountains. Like yeah, the I, I was on I went on vacation there one time, and just like driving was terrifying because like especially I don't think. They should not be allowed to sell automat or manual transmission cars. Oh, I bet. But like, I remember we were driving one time and like going up the hill and then stopping at a stop sign was the most terrifying thing because then like you roll like it's steep and then like you roll back when you like get ready to accelerate. But then also you can't see really because you're just looking up a hill, so you can't see to your left or your right. Not okay. Not (laughs) okay. It's it's a lot of just praying and not okay. Hoping you don't roll backwards. Into yeah, the ocean. I would not. I already, just like being in the normal mountains, like the Carolinas and Tennessee yeah. and stuff, I won't drive. We... I will not drive. Okay. I can't do it. I need to live in flat Florida. <laughs> we, Noel and I, when we went to North Carolina last year, like when I engaged to her, or I engaged I to her. Engaged I engaged to her. her. Well, yeah, you did. 
we got proposed, and then, <laughs> but we we took my my car, which is just a two door Kia, and it's a front wheel drive, and it's a great car, but it is not a mountain car. No. Like, and also I've learned to never trust your GPS oh, anywhere no. near the, not mountains in the mountains because like got to use a real map. Because we did, we did one, it was an Airbnb, but it was like one of those websites where people just like have like their own property that they sure, ran out. So renting. we stayed at somebody's cabin. So the, the instruction, the directions they gave us, like we looked them up or they gave us like, like we printed them out and then we just kind of like referenced them with like the Google maps. Uh-huh. And like for the most part, like coming from Tampa to there was pretty much the same, but we didn't really look at the end, like, while we're, like, in the neighborhood, in the mountain. Sure. So, like, we're just following, we're like, oh, we'll just follow the the Google Maps or whatever. And it was terrifying. Like, come to find out, there's, like, an actual paved street that you through the neighborhood. Taken? It took us literally <laughs> up the steepest, muddiest, oh. like, dirt hill to the point where, like, uh, like the car stall, and also we have like all of our Stop. luggage in, in the back, so yeah. we're like already weighed down to the point where like we just stopped, and then my <gasps> tires are just like spinning, no. <laughs> and like the back was like fishtailing a little bit, and there's like no room to <gasps> fishtail. Never heard this story. <laughs> like it wasn't like a steep drop off, but yeah, it was but still, definitely like it's not like a di- it's not like a little ditch. Like I definitely just like went silent, and Noel was like, <gasps> oh my gosh, <laughs> and then. um... Help. Then also on the trip, we were trying to find something. I don't know. We are trying to find somewhere, so we went up, like, to this mountain ridge and, like, didn't stop at, like, the like the park ranger station. Uh-huh. And also just followed the maps to the point where <laughs> we couldn't find Come where on, we were going. Guys. And also to the point where the maps just, on the phone, just showed the dot, and then all of the stuff around it went away, and it was just, like, gray squares. Oh, no. Just checkered, like... Just the grid. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, like, we had no idea where we were going. Oh, like, that's so bad. And, like, we couldn't turn around. It was the same kind of thing, just gravel roads, like, all, it was... Yeah, yeah, no thank you. So... When we went, um, I think we were in Tennessee on tour, and, um... We were driving, so we had the truck and a trailer, and two of the five of us get have really bad motion sickness, okay. me being one of them. <laughs> so I would always be like, I have to sit up front or else I am going to throw up. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's inevitable, it is going to happen, <laughs> let's just avoid it and let yeah. me sit in the front seat. We were going down this mountain mm-hmm. with the trailer, yeah, so yeah. the trailer just makes everything like 10 times worse than the truck like every little motion is like 50 times more it just yeah, yeah. you feel everything differently it pulls differently the truck turns differently so we were looking at the gps of what we were going down mm-hmm. and it was literally just like a zigzag <laughs> and i was like i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it like i just i can't do this the end of that tour we had this it wasn't even a joke, but it was just something that we kept we would say all the time because every time we were driving through the mountains, I if I was in the back seat, I would just be like, I'm literally going to throw up. <laughs> so for years after that tour, all the time, someone in the band would just randomly be like, I'm going to throw up. I'm because, sure you weren't dramatic about it at all. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not you. I'm not dramatic. <laughs> but I really thought I was going to die. So, yeah, we had a couple of those. I also got chiggers at that same place. Do you know I, what that is? No. <laughs> okay, here's a little lesson in bugs. 
Um, so... <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Let me teach you about bugs. The little bit that I know. When we were in that same place in Tennessee, we played um, out in this field in this grass, just normal grass, mm-hmm. but apparently there's these bugs that live in grass called chiggers, and they're also known as red bugs, I think. I could be totally wrong, but <laughs> I think they're the same bug. It what C H I G G R S Chig that's Chiggers. so weird. I think that's how you spell it. <laughs> that's how you say it. Doesn't mean that's how you spell it. Um, but they're called chiggers, and I got into them. I guess. Plus, I'm like kind of allergic to grass, so I think it was probably a combination yeah. of like rolling around down these hills for hours. My legs, the front of my legs, where it's just like all of these tiny little red like welts. Yeah. And they get really hot. And I remember, like, we left the next day, and I sat in the back of the truck in the middle seat with my legs, like, out on the, like, dash with the air conditioning just blowing on my legs because they were burning up. They were just so itchy. It was gross. So And bugs. So chiggers. <laughs> I want that. That can't be right. Chiggers? Chiggers. Are you looking it up? Yes. It's right. Nope. I'm going to the Google. Um, the Google. I am the Google. The Google. Chiggers. That just sounds <laughs> so bad. I think it also is red bugs. See what it says. What is the like? No, that's right. it's real. Told you, red bugs. It's a mite. Uh, ugh, gross. That's so much grosser than a bug. Yeah. Ew. Did are there pictures? <laughs> yeah. Are they not, red? It's not good for podcasting though. Ugh. They um, look like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, They're like tortilla chip red. What kind of tortilla Like chips? the red ones. <laughs> you know, like a Taco Bell, the little red. Oh, the, yeah, the, the authentic, red corn chips. The authentic yeah, the authentic red chips. corn chips. The They're like your, that color red. Your quesarita crunch. Mm. So one time Daniel and I went to Taco Bell and he ordered his order by like the the letter and the number. He so he was like, "I'd like to have a T17, please." It's like I'm playing Battleship or something. It was one of the, it's the uh the, what what is it? It's a K- quesadilla. K- taco Hut. So it's Kentucky. Oh yeah. Taco It's, it's KFC Taco Bell and a Pizza, and Hut. pizza Hut because Someone decided that needed to exist. Let's put all of the crap food in <laughs> yeah. one place. I think it's great. It also, um, that's the same Taco Bell that I went there for my lunch break one day. And it. I sat in the drive-thru for half an hour. Yeah. It's the worst one. I, I don't eat, I try not to eat fast food very often. And every time I do, I'm just like, oh, this is what I get. Yeah, Cause exactly. Because, like, the, the McDonald's down the street just randomly decides to stop taking cards. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and then, like, I still haven't figured out, like, I'm not there super often, but I still haven't figured out, like, the time frame. But, like, you could go just random times and then be like, oh, cash only. What? I, don't know. I, like I didn't know. My whole... I didn't know, like, chain restaurants did that. Yeah. my My whole thing with, like... I mean, this isn't me being on a high horse because I eat fast food, but, like, every time I'm considering it, it's not that much cheaper than just, like, no. getting, like, a, like, if you get, like, a meal, it still comes out to, like, eight or nine dollars. Except Taco Bell. <laughs> or at least what I get at Taco Bell. Because I can get a soft taco and a stuffed grilled nacho 
for $2.87. Uh, you got to get Taco Bell as a sponsor. <laughs> let's I keep stop, making that joke. Let's stop talking crap about their poor yeah. deli- or, um, drive-through I mean, service, I'm, though. I don't know what you're talking about. I love their red <laughs> tortilla chips. Nom nom. <laughs> that look like chiggers. They do look like chiggers. <laughs> Same color. Oh, man. No. That just... This is one of those words that sounds so much worse than what it is. Um, yep. I tried to say it very carefully, but I guarantee you when I listen to this, <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh man, I that's really why I That's kind of why I had to spell it out. <laughs> Let's spell that word, Camille. Oh, God. And I was, part, I was partially looking it up to make sure it wasn't like a <laughs> slang name that like, we were just throwing around. Oh, no. That's but, like when no. I was a kid, we used to, um, not a kid, when I was in like middle school, we used to talk about, like, getting all, like, hyped up on Skittles, like, <laughs> from a sugar rush. Yeah. And someone's mom one time was like, you probably shouldn't say that because at the time, Skittles was a term for a drug, like a slang term for a very specific drug. Interesting. <laughs> and we were like, oh, good. We've just been running around <laughs> talking about being all cracked up on Skittles. Um, yeah, uh... I remember, I just, I mean, I don't remember specifics, but yeah, just being like in elementary school and just saying stuff that you don't that know. That you don't know what it means. Until, oh, yeah. I once, okay, I was such an idiot when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this just sparked my memory, but like, so when I was in elementary school, the, uh, so like the rule system, I don't know if you might know what I'm talking about, but we used to have like. Holy cow, it is raining sideways. Yeah, it's a, mon- it's a monsoon outside. <laughs> so, sorry if you hear, hear that. But anyway, <laughs> so, like, the, like, the rules for the elementary school classes were each student had, like, so there's, like, a bulletin board. Each student had, like, a little pocket with okay. their name on it, and there's a card in it. Okay. And the, when you got in trouble, it was Oh, called... like red, yellow, or green? That no, kind no, of no, thing? No, 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 It oh, wasn't okay. soccer. Come on. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, No. But like it had, we had like a, a new card every week. Okay. And then if you got in trouble, it, they do what you like. They would pull your card. That was what they called oh. it. And they would like stamp it. And then like if you got like Ooh. a certain number of stamps in like a week or something, like you couldn't do like recess. That's something ridiculous. No kickball for you. Um, so anyway, oh, and when they did that, that was a whole thing. They would tell your parents and tell you whatever it was. <laughs> and I thought I was the smartest kid. I should probably ask my mom. <laughs> what like as an adult what my reaction to me telling her this because i said something i must i said i said like a curse word i was like in fifth grade i said like i might, I might have said like shit or something and like my teacher heard me and my my lie to get out of it was no my mouth was moving and somebody behind me <laughs> said oh you are so clever so stupid <laughs> So that, like, I didn't say that. I was like, oh, you must have heard somebody else. I was just, you know, doing what I normally do and just moving my mouth <laughs> without making noises. Oh, good. Oh, God. Yeah. I randomly get, like, flashbacks of, like, either just, not even elementary school, just random spots in my life where I just, like, shake my head, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. One time uh, I got under, so my mom taught at the school that I went to. Yeah. I went under one of the other, like, teacher desks that was in her room, and I cut my own bangs. Mm. Like, real bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, 90 degree, like, angle, (laughs) like, hardcore. So, I came out from under the desk, and I guess my mom didn't see me right away. I might have gone and done something. I was really young. I was in, like, kindergarten. 
And my mom finally saw me, and she very well knew what had happened. Yeah, yeah. But she asked me, and I had formed this very complete lie in my mind that a little boy in class earlier in the day had cut my bangs. And, <laughs> gotcha. like, which totally makes sense when you know that you're going to get in trouble if you said you cut your bangs. But, like, one little child yeah. walks up to another little child and just takes it out a pair right. of scissors, and the kid is like, okay, yeah, yeah. cut the hair right above yeah. my eyeballs that you could just gouge out. I think every every kid did the haircut thing. Oh, yeah. I know I did. But I just, I lied about it. That's the thing. Like, I've known other kids who have done it, and they're like, yeah, I cut my hair. And I was like, no, I didn't do that. Some little boy did it. Little boy. True story. This is not a lie. I was getting a drink from the water fountain one time. I think I was in K3. And two little boys came up behind me and kissed me on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, what's specify what age K3 is? Uh, like three years old. Okay, so it's like preschool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So how do you even know at totally, that age to go up to a girl and totally kiss their appropriate. butt? Right? My teacher told my mom about it, and my teacher said that I flipped out. <laughs> I turned around, I started yelling at them. I was, like, going after them. Like, they had to, like, take me away. <laughs> and they just were dying laughing. Because, like, That's who awesome. does that? That's so great. But I was not okay with it. I remember when I was... I think I think it might have been going from preschool to kindergarten. And, like, it was the first time... So up until that point, I didn't understand how names worked. <laughs> apparently. Oh, sure. So it was so kindergarten was like a whole new world for me because there was somebody else in my class named Daniel. Oh jeez, and the it only just one. broke my brain. I don't know I, what that life is because like. I thought everybody just had a different name. Sure. And I thought I was a special snowflake that apparently I was not. It was so special. I'm going into the real world of kindergarten with with nap time. <laughs> yeah, I remember like I think they were doing like roll call and like. So she called whoever this Daniel was. I think she probably called, like, my name, because my name's kind of towards the beginning of the alphabet. Yeah. And then... DC. ...said it again, and I was just like... Very confused. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, man. There's, um... I've met two other Camilles in my life. Mm. No, three. One of them was at summer camp. One of them I'm named after. Oh, okay. And the other one is a little baby <laughs> who is actually um, my friend who lives in New Orleans. It's her stepsister. Gotcha. She's a little baby named Camille. So when we were <laughs> up in New Orleans, we were hanging out with them one day. And I was playing with Camille. And yeah. I had my back to my friend Lindsay. And she goes, <laughs> Lindsay's trying to get what I think in my mind is my attention. Yeah. And she's like, Camille. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> And she's just like shocked. And she was like, I wasn't talking to you. And I was like, oh, I'm not used to this. I really hope she was doing like a baby voice. That would have been. <laughs> and then you responded. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a weird. It's very weird. I can't imagine like. I didn't meet another Camille until I was much older. Yeah. So I didn't have that experience of like knowing that someone else had the same name as me. I feel like that was a bigger shock than like. When your life changes, when you like go in the real world and you go to college, <laughs> like that was just that happened to me going from preschool <laughs> to so kindergarten. Um, I think I don't know if I know if I've ever told. I know I haven't told you. I told somebody this story years ago, 
But, um, so going back to kindergarten, I remember this, like, this is just, like, memory lane. So, <laughs> this should send, this should give you, like, in, like insight as to who Daniel has always been. <laughs> um, so it was kindergarten one time. Just one time. Just one time. I passed. And then, <laughs> so, we, so I remember I, was, I went to the bathroom, and so I was... Whatever I was, so when I was zipping up my zipper, the little handle uh-huh. on the zipper broke. Okay, and I was like freaking devastated because I was like, no, because like <laughs> I was like, everyone's gonna make fun of me. So like, I was like, I got all right. So I like <laughs> figured out how to zip up my pants. It was like I remember it was right before nap time. So like, I, whatever, washed my hands, went out, went laid on um, my Power Rangers nap mat, and like <laughs> oh, I, I was like. Pants. I was like, I just can't let anybody see. Like, I could have just thrown it away. Sure. I don't know. I probably, I probably was gonna like take it to my mom so she could like <laughs> fix my pants or something. But like, so so I was like, I can't have anybody see that my zipper broke because then people will make fun of me and then I'll die. So <laughs> I put. I remember I put it like under my like I don't know if I had a pillow or something. But I put it like under like wherever my head was, like either under under my hand or like under my pillow or whatever it was. <laughs> then. At the end of it, end of nap time, whatever, I wake up, and then my friend's like, you have a zipper stuck to your face. <laughs> <laughs> so I just woke up with it, like, oh, no. stuck to my cheek. Oh, and... that's more devastating. <laughs> that was the best. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, God. Oh, no. Kindergarten's a hard time, guys. That's like a, that is the equivalent at that age of having someone draw on your forehead while you're sleeping. <laughs> right. It is the same level uh, of devastation. Oh man. Oh, sad Fantastic. day. So that's that was a look like... into Daniel's psyche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than cutting my own bangs and also when I was a kid, <laughs> I would sit in the car seat. Uh-huh. And I would my well the first time it happened, my mom just heard me saying ow, 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 just like over and over and over and over again. She couldn't figure out what was going on, and she, when she finally did, she discovered that I was pulling my own hair okay. and saying ow, and like couldn't process that I was doing it to myself. Hmm. And so I just kept doing it. <laughs> Makes sense. Right? I also licked a cat because... <laughs> I saw our cat giving itself a bath, and I asked my parents what the cat was doing. Mm-hmm. Trial and error, man. Right, and they were like, oh, the cat's giving himself a bath, and, you know, they explained it to me. Yeah. So I feel like most normal children would then give themselves a bath, like a cat, <laughs> you, you know? Oh, no. I was like, I'll help you out, kitty. Oh, that's and weird. I was licking the poor cat. Oh. So gross. Yeah. I'm glad I know that about you now. <laughs> cat licker. <laughs> Oh, no. man. There it goes. That's gonna be everywhere. Family dinners are gonna be fun. <laughs> um. my, my social media world is about to change. <laughs> I guarantee you I'll post this podcast and I will get so many comments about being the cat licker. <laughs> cat licker. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna facilitate it. No! <laughs> That's gonna be the hashtag. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Um... Cool. Hmm. We've been talking. That's been like an hour exactly. Boom. Um, was there anything else you want to talk about? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Keep I'm it sure, going. I'm sure I can think of some more things. I mean, no pressure. Sure. If if you don't have to, that's all. Awesome. Sure. 
I did want to say... <laughs> Stop! Can we all just pulled out a notebook. I No. I do have more to say, though. <laughs> just it. because I want to throw it out there that I'm a supporter of these people, of band, of these bands. Back to music for like sure, two yeah. seconds. All about it. Um, I found this band called Shallow Bed. Okay. On I only have listened to one album, and mm-hmm. it's the acoustic version of one of their albums. Okay. Um... But it's so good, you should listen to it. You can okay. find it on Spotify. And then a little while ago, I got to go see a band live. They came and they played at the, um, what's the place in Ebor? The Cuban place. The mm. Olive, Olive Ebor? No, <laughs> the like, mm, where they have, trop- they have one of the concerts for Tropical The Cuban Club? Uh, yep, that's probably <laughs> the, the, the Cuban, place. The Cuban place. Anyway, they played at the Cuban Club. They're called Lake Street Dive. I think you, yes, Noelle you mentioned me. this to me. Yeah, Noelle took me to that concert. They're so good. If you like, um, like, jazz pop, mm-hmm. that's kind of, I'm really bad at, like, pinning bands with genres. Yeah, and I don't. Just so bad at yeah, it. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter, because yeah. it's also different. Well, you should just listen to them, because they're good. Cool. Uh, one of the bands that opened for them was called The Congress. They're mm-hmm. a little bit harder to find, um, but you should also listen to them. The Congress. The Congress. I feel that's such a weird thing, like being music in the 21st century. Like my my go-to for like band names is like if somebody Google's it, how hard is it gonna? Like that's a conscious thing that like, you have to think of. Oh, I like, love you your conversation the with Congress. Reed about band names <laughs> <laughs> because, and I felt like I fell victim to what you guys were talking about. Because, so my band's name is Camille Dupree, which is me, and Broken Fetters. Mm-hmm. We had so many band names yeah. before we picked that one. And it's like the longest name <laughs> we could have chosen. It's tough. It's weird. Yeah. It's just, and we were trying so hard to like find our identity around yeah. that time. Obviously, we were looking for a band name. But like, we also had problems with like picking a genre yeah. to like call ourselves, and so we called yeah, ourselves. Yeah, so you just went with heavy metal mandolin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we called ourselves folk rock, which actually like we never heard negative stuff about it when yeah. that's what we were calling ourselves. Mm-hmm. But then like when our music kind of started changing, and we were like, yeah, we don't really know what to call ourselves anymore. People were like, yeah. We didn't really think folk rock was... I think it kind of turned people away. And I was like, geez, really? <laughs> like, it's so hard to find yeah. something that's not going to be, like, too weird. Like, Americana-infused <laughs> mountain right. music from the Deep South. Like, Yeah, and I feel like just, it's just all pretty much unnecessary. Like, my, my go-to example is, like, my iPod is probably, like, 90% either... Alternative or alternative rock, right? And they're all so different. Like you oh, know, yeah. what I mean? it's just it's all you just pointless. There's, yeah, there's like genres, and then there's like subgenres, and then there's subgenres to those subgenres. Mm-hmm. It's just a really it's just weird. Silly. Yeah, yeah, it's a really weird thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> before we finish, we thing. don't have to finish this every time. I was just okay. Okay, I have a riddle. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. Oh god. So. <laughs> There's. <laughs> I'm so excited. Just laughing to I, yourself. I told this riddle to people at work, and it was so much fun. So there's 30 cows in a field, and 28 chickens. How many didn't? 
How many didn't? Uh-huh. That's not a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> 30 cows in a field, 28 chickens. How many didn't? If you think of the answer, you can't say it. <laughs> everyone who listens to the podcast will know. Uh, Just whisper. I feel like you want me to ask it didn't what? I... Well, I don't. I want you to figure it out, so don't oh, ask okay. that question. <laughs> then why'd you ask me on a podcast? <laughs> the worst. Um, you gotta say it because then you can't leave everybody hanging. Oh, but then so many people will know. Oh man, you have to find a new riddle. To it's such a good one. You can go to your okay, old well, lady library. You, I'm gonna and... give you a hint. Thirty cows in a field, twenty-eight chickens. How many didn't? There are two verbs in what I'm saying. And you're probably only catching one of them. There are 30 cows in a field, 28 chickens. How many didn't? Oh, gotcha. Okay. You be sly. <laughs> no! 28? There are 30 cows in a field. Oh, 10. Yay! Okay. I was just bad at math. I got it. That's, I was like... Everybody guesses two first. And yeah. they... Like, I know they're thinking ten. So 20 did not consume chickens. Yes. 30 cows in a field. 20 of them ate chickens. Hilarious. How many did it? It's not supposed to be funny. It's not a <laughs> joke. It's a riddle. Nailed it. Mm, I like it. Oh, God. You're what welcome. is happening? <laughs> I have some more, but they're not good. <laughs> And I don't want to have my name stamped on them in a podcast, so Too late. I'm just going to not. Too late. Mm. It's just going to be your next album. It's just riddles. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be so awesome. <laughs> can I do that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm you can do whatever make, you want. Okay, I'm going to make my own podcast. Mm. That is just okay. riddles. bad riddles. Is it just going to be one riddle every episode? So it's like a two-minute yeah, podcast. Yes. <laughs> well, Tune in next week for the answer. <laughs> Maybe like, what's that guy who walks around on the streets and like asks people questions? This never mind. That was not like helpful. everybody. <laughs> like every guy. Not helpful at all. But I could anybody do anybody who's lost. I could. Do, <laughs> I could do a thing where like I ask a riddle to you. Are you talking about Jay Leno? No, I know who Jay Leno is. Okay. I mean, maybe he does this. All talking- I know about Jay Leno is he has a night show, or he had a night show, and he has a lot of old cars that are really cool. That's all I know about Jay about Leno. It. Okay. And I like his voice. He did he did jaywalking, which was his... He would, like, ask people questions. questions on street. Uh, on I think street. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel does it, too. Okay. So, yeah, Everybody like that. Like, yeah. I could ask, like, in one podcast, I could ask a lot of people the same riddle and, like, go back to, like, get different answers and then, like, <laughs> reveal the final answer. Hilarious. I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Yeah. Okay, so I have a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. And I don't want to talk about it because you're going to show me up. I guarantee it. But I was so sad when you talked about how you were not looking forward to Fantastic Four. Oh, God. Um, because I really... This is going to be the third podcast that I talk about a movie <laughs> I have not seen. Okay, well then we don't have to talk about it. But I just want to throw it out there to the podcast world that I want to see Fantastic Four. You can see because, it. Because, A, because I love Miles Teller yeah, a whole I'm, lot. I'm not holding you down. You do what you want. I know. You do you. But This is really quickly turning into the Fantastic Four podcast hosted <laughs> by a guy who has not seen it. Because <laughs> Jason and I talked about it in the Mar- most recent episode, too, for like a long time. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. 
Oh, God. Oh, I so, just... It what a bone good. to pick. It was a bone. I mean, you can you can do whatever you want. I'm going to. I'm not... Yeah. That's your money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I hate paying for movies. My mom was talking about how she wanted to see Mad Max. And yeah. I, I saw it. And it was cool. I almost touched the table. Touched the table. And I like I got like a centimeter away from touching the table. There's and note. there's a sticky note in front of my face that says, Don't touch table. And I was so close. Yeah. And I was actually reaching to touch the <laughs> sticky note that said, Don't touch the table. Yeah, and picks up like the new mic is good, but it picks up a lot of banging on the table. So not allowed to touch it. Don't touch it. Anyways, so, Mad Max. Back to Mad Max. I saw it in theaters and Here's what I have to say about it. Overall, I liked the movie. It was pretty cool. The cinematography was amazing. And, like, knowing that they did their own, like, nothing was CGI. Not entirely true. Not entirely true, but slightly <laughs> true. Still slightly true is cool. But, anyway, it was cool to, like, look at. Yeah. It was, like, kind of they mi- They mixed it. I watched stuff where they... So, they, they pretty much just mixed it really well. So, they did sure. a lot of... They did a lot of practical stuff, but, like... A lot of the stuff that you would expect... To have to be CGI? To CGI wasn't, and a lot of the stuff that you'd expect not to be CGI was. Huh. So, like, a lot, like, the main thing I saw was, like... I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I watched, like, the, the special effects uh-huh. reel. So, like, when the caravan of cars is, like, driving through, like, the valley... Yeah. A lot of the valley itself is CGI. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So it's a lot of like it makes sense surrounding to me. stuff was yeah. Was I added. I kind of get like sceneries being CGI yeah, yeah. for that movie because it was just perfect. Yeah. You know, like the perfect amount of space for the car to fit through. <laughs> yeah. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. But so it was really cool. But like my complaints were, it was so loud. Like the loud parts of the movie. <laughs> I know. No, I'm gonna let it go. I know. Well, I also I have tinnitus. Yeah. So my ears are so sensitive yeah. already. So like anything like that that's really loud, yeah. kind of just going to see movies <laughs> in general hurts my ears. I just love that you sound like such an old lady. I like know. these movies are too loud. They're too loud. But I got a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got man. a nice quiet riddle for I'm you. So old. <laughs> I got a nice quiet riddle. But so it was just really loud, and it was like. Some of the parts were so... They came across as so, like... Graphic's the wrong word. But just on the same kind of level as, like, what graphic makes you feel. Okay. It's just, like, a very intense visually. Yeah. Um, that, like, there were seriously scenes where, like... There's, there's a lot of... Um, and I think that this is true to, like, the TV show. Um, was it a TV show? No, they were old movies. Old movies. Okay. True to, like, the old movies, there's, like, a lot of cut scenes. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, a scene will end, and the screen will go black. Yeah. And then it'll start a new scene. So, like, every time the screen would go black, I would feel myself, like, relax (laughs) and, like, take a deep breath out. Like, because you're just, it's just, there's so much going on. It's, like, it's not a thriller, but it's just so intense. intense. And there's, like, zero dialogue. Huh. I guarantee you there's maybe, like, five pages of dialogue. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I missed it when I was in the theaters. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm really bad at seeing stuff in the theaters. It's so expensive. Also, yeah, it's just I went to the expensive. movies one time with $11, okay? All I had. <laughs> and I get up there, and I order my movie ticket, and she's, it'll be eleven fifty, <laughs> And I literally had to ask the dude in line next to me for 50 cents. That's crazy. Because 
I didn't have 50 cents. They're just yeah. so expensive. Yeah. There's a... Ugh. I heard somebody... heard somebody before say this, and then I heard recently Kevin Smith say it. So it might have been him before, but I've heard it at least twice, where, um, especially with everything being, like... On demand, uh-huh. like there's a lot of movies, new, even new movies coming out that like go straight to Netflix and stuff. Sure. Um, so it's just so e- not even like downloading, like it's easy to download stuff, um, but even just like streaming or or uh, on iTunes or whatever it is um, that going to movie theaters in the future might get to the point where it's like going to the theater. So you're gonna huh. pay more for like the experience of it. Interesting. But there's gonna be like a shift where. It'll be more expensive, but it'll be essentially like going to like the theater, or going to the opera, or you can just stay at home watch and, and home, watch, watch it at home. That's the thing is like I don't go to the movie theaters for the experience. I just want to see the dang movie. Yeah, like and it's it's weird. It's hit or miss. Like we went, what did we go see? We went to go see Ant Man. Uh-huh. And the dude next to Noel would I think he was drunk. First of all, cool. He was with his two kids. Who oh, awesome. Were so he wasn't. Not that you need a discipline to move, but his kids were being loud, <clears throat> and he was—he—he he sounded kind of drunk, and he was being loud back to the kids. So it wasn't like any kind of like <sighs> shushing each other, and it was just—that's. I would have rather watched it at home because it was oh, just yeah. obnoxious. Because he biggest... was narrating the whole thing we were watching oh, at the same gosh. time, and also like I was more offended that he was just being like he wasn't. I, I don't want to judge him too harshly. But I feel like I, as a father, would not narrate or explain to the kid exactly what's happening as they're, as they're watching it. Because then I feel like you're just dumbing down your kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they have a question after the movie, then answer it. Sure. But like, well, I, I would not go to the movies for such a long time because I had had so many experiences in a row of people talking yeah. in the freaking movie theater. Yeah. Wes and I went to a movie one time, and it was like a few rows in front of us. There were people... Like straight up talking, <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. and Wes got up and was like, "Um, if you really need to have a conversation, you can go have it outside. Yeah. Like we are trying to watch this movie. We paid money. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. annoying. And then there was another time we went to the movies. We went to go see that Vampire Academy movie, which Wes still oh, like yeah. punches himself in the face for seeing, which <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Oh, but um, there were these people that came in like three quarters of the way through the movie and were just like. Definitely just, like, not sober on, like, a lot of different levels. And they, were, they came and sat right behind us and were, like, giggling and laughing and, yeah. like, hitting our chairs. And Wes just turned around and he was like, I think you can leave. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to keep taking you to movies. Because yeah. you say what I don't say. And I was just so nervous to talk to people in movie theaters. Yeah. That's the thing. But also, just, like, why are you wasting your money? Like, Well, I feel like the people that do that, movie hop. Because there's no way. Like, there's no way I would pay for a movie, go into that movie, and sit down and talk the whole time. Yeah. Like, you know that they've paid for a movie that they've seen already, and now they're just cheating the system. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Meh. We'll see. (laughs) Meh. Meh. Just sit home and tell some riddles. (laughs) (laughs) Curl up on my couch and watch some Netflix. Uh, Sweet. Um, Cool. Anything else? Did I get an A+. (laughs) A+. Yay. A plus podcast. I don't know. That's my opinion. Other people <laughs> might think differently. <laughs> I think um, I'm the first girl. First girl. Woo! Woo! Yay. And I'm the youngest. Woo! Woo! 
Um, I can think of a lot of other things to woo about, but I won't. <laughs> First person with a band name after themselves. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was I was glad to have you, but also because um, <laughs> I was trying to figure out like because also we've had a lot of guys, and, sure. but I just in general just know more guys. So like totally, it's cool to have you, but also <laughs> it's just like. This is going to be, like, yet another episode where, like, Noelle's, like, the unicorn of the <laughs> I podcast. I was talking to her before I came here, and she was like, I'm talked about in every podcast, yeah. and I'm never in them. <laughs> to the point where, you, like, yeah, whatever. I might do, like, a wife podcast. You should. In, in the future, a little bit. You should. So. She's pretty cool. She's all right. She's all right. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to plug anything with the band? Like your website or anything? Yeah, sure. Um, we're revamping our website actually right now, but it'll be the same domain, which is just Camille Dupree. What is it? <laughs> Hold on. It's either Camille Dupree BrokenFetters.com or Camille Dupree and BrokenFetters.com. I'm not sure. You should probably do a redirect. This is random. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So it works either way. but. And then we're on Twitter at BrokenFetters. On Instagram, right. at Broken Fetters. Um, yeah, Facebook. We have a Facebook page with the band name. It's, uh, <laughs> your website is... <laughs> Cam- it's Camille Dupree Broken Fetters. Okay, I thought there no was an and. and. And Fetters is F-E-T-T-E-R-S. Yeah. For those interested. If you get confused, you can just find me. And I will guide you. <laughs> I'll put a link in the, uh, the actual page. Cool. So, Cool. I think that's it. Um, do you want to do the cheesy tagline? Yeah, what do I say? What? You're supposed to... No, I'm just kidding. Um, it could be worse. It could be worse. Nailed it. Bye. 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 Bye, Bye Felicia. Everybody's done.